Number one, it saved time. Didn't take her 30 minutes to get into. She didn't need any help. And it just removed so much stress for her wedding day. So brides, if you're listening, put this in your idea bank. This is genius right here. Hey there. Welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening today. I do hope that I am able to share something to make your wedding day and your wedding images better. I want to remind you that if you are enjoying my podcast, you might also love my book. It's available on Amazon. It is Prime eligible. It comes in either a paperback version or a Kindle version. And I also have a Facebook community where you can join in to um, also learn stuff from me that's related to the book and the podcast. I have links to everything in the show notes. Real quickly, I want to remind you that I am going to be taking next week off to spend time with my family. I will be picking up on January 4th for season number two. All right, so let's dive right into today's topic. I am going to be sharing with you some great wedding day tips that I read over on a thread on Reddit. These are some great tips from Redditors. And just as a warning, this may end up being a two-part episode I have so many tips listed out here. There there might be as many as 40 here. I haven't counted them. But I'm just going to start spitting out these tips. And when I get to about 15 or 20 minutes of recording time, I'm going to stop. If I still have a significant amount of tips to go, I'm going to call it an episode. And then I'll save the rest for part two. I will link to this Reddit thread in the show notes because, again, this was a great thread and it had all kinds of useful information that I think you should read, Um, especially if Redditors are still going to be adding other information to it. So let's get started. This was from a bride who first had a micro-wedding and then later did a full-on, full-fledged wedding for her micro-wedding. She wore a dress that had a full corset and took her 30 minutes to get into. Later, for her full wedding, she wore a dress that she could get into her all by herself and it only took her five minutes. 
and it had a separate skirt. So after her first dance, she removed the skirt to reveal a pantsuit. And I think this was genius. Number one, it saved time. Didn't take her 30 minutes to get into. She didn't need any help. And it just removed so much stress for her wedding day. So brides, if you're listening, put this in your idea bank. This is genius right here. Also, for decorations, she organized all of her decorations into clear boxes. She labeled them. She took photos of how she wanted those decorations to be set up, and she printed out instructions for them. And then she put those pictures and instructions into the labeled boxes. So on the day of the wedding, she didn't really have to answer any questions to how those decorations need to be um, set out. She said that all the extra planning really paid off and there was time for more trips to the bar. On the the second wedding, the big full-fledged wedding, she said that her timeline ran way ahead instead of behind. Hint, hint. Again, let me repeat. She said there were more times to go to the bar. She had more fun at her second wedding than she did her first. She learned stuff, guys. Um, Let me just add in real quick here. When your wedding professionals are sharing tips with you, professional advice, listen to them. We have done this hundreds of times. We know stuff. We know how the wedding day works. We know all the little intricacies and the nuances of a wedding day. How many weddings have you planned? We're professionals. We're pros at this, guys. Listen to us. All right, next tip. This isn't necessarily something that you need to do with your photographer and videographer, but I wanted to address it anyway. This Redditor says, I wish I had more explicitly told my photographer and videographer that it was important to me to get a good shot of me walking down the aisle with my parents. There are no good candid photos of us. This is a given, but the reason why there may not be a lot of good shots of this particular bride or groom, I don't know who it was, walking down the aisle with their parents is they could have been out of focus. They could have walked down the aisle too fast. There could have been phones or iPhones that were obstructing the view. They could have not been making good expressions. You need to remember to walk slowly down the aisle and you need to remember to smile. And you really need to consider having an unplugged ceremony. We are professionals and we need to know how to work around those kind of obstructions, but sometimes your guests go crazy with the iPads. And, you know, if there's 17 iPads sticking out the middle of the aisle, sometimes it's really hard to get a clear shot of your face walking down the aisle. So just take that and consider that. Um, in this Redditor's circumstances. The next Redditor says that um, they had a similar problem with their videographer ruining their photographer's shots. This happens a lot when you hire a videographer who doesn't necessarily have a lot of wedding experience. You need to hire 
a photographer and a videographer. And in fact, all of your wedding day creatives need to have ample wedding day experience. Just because they do hair and makeup, just because they cater, just because they DJ, doesn't mean that they're going to be able to perform well on a wedding day. A wedding day comes with its very own set of very unique circumstances and challenges. So you need to make sure that the vendors that you hire for your wedding day have wedding day experience. I cannot stress this enough. Just this past month, I had I shot a wedding and I am almost certain that the hair and makeup team had either never worked a wedding day before or had not worked a wedding day very often. They ran nearly an hour late and caused a timeline delay that ran well into the reception. And it was not pleasant to work. It was very stressful, not only for photo and video, but also for the couple. And we missed a lot of photographic opportunities because of that hair and makeup team. All right, next tip. I wish I had smiled walking down the aisle. Every time I remember, I try to tell my brides and grooms and wedding parties to smile walking down the aisle. Yes, your face feel like it's going to crack off your lips get dry, but you want those nice expressions. So try to remember for photo and video, even if you're crying, try to remember to smile when you are walking in the procession and the recession. And in fact, during the entire ceremony, especially the wedding party, try to remember to smile because no one likes to see RBF. And you all know what that stands for. RBF, guys. No one likes that. Uh, Next tip. Tell your groomsmen to leave their phones somewhere else for photos, not in their pockets. The square outline will show through. And on that same note, check your wrists. This is me talking, not the Redditor. Check your wrist for ponytail holders. The next Redditor, I, or this must be a photographer uh, commenting. I once photographed a wedding where the best man pulled his phone out, in all caps, to take a photo of the bride as she was walking down the aisle. The groom is looking at his phone, not at the bride. This is not an ideal situation for a wedding ceremony, but truth be told, I would have loved to have taken that photo for image competition purposes, not necessarily for the bride and the groom. That is something that you don't see every day, and I am somewhat confident that I could have won an international image competition award from somewhere with that photo. All right. Um, This is something that I preach every day. I cannot stress this enough, guys. If you are listening, this Redditor says, in all caps, hire a wedding coordinator slash planner. We had a month of coordinator, and I would pay her 
double for as much stress as she saved me. It was amazing. I was so chill on my wedding day compared to the few days leading up to it. The next one. Small one, but I wish I hadn't used a floor runner thing. Kept getting caught on people's shoes. And the worst part about it is your guests sitting on the aisle feel like they have to try to fix it. It's a major tripping hazard. Um, especially outdoors, it they never seem to lay flat enough. So there's always some wrinkles and bumps in them. Uh, next one. I wish I would have had my photographer take more candid photos of guests. Like giving them a list of cousins or friend groups to gather for a photo. I don't necessarily recommend that last part because we're not going to know who your cousins are. If you hire a photographer who just specializes in documentary photography or photojournalistic photography, they're going to get those photos for you. This Redditor says, I know I said hello and greeted nearly everyone, but the whole night was such a blur. Next one. This is so important. My daughter has stunning pictures with her wedding party, but none with the guests. It's by far our biggest regret. If you have time, ask your photographer to go around and do table shots. Plan your floor plan to allow for those table shots, meaning plan for your floor plan to allow for those table shots. Have enough room to move around between your tables and go with your photographer to those tables and ask your photographer to take those candids while you're visiting with the with the tables. That's how you get those photos of you visiting with your guests. And this is where I'm going to call it an end for episode one. How many people who attended our wedding would be dead just a few years later? We took a group photo with everyone right after the ceremony. And man, is it bittersweet to look at them when walking down the hallway and be like, oh yeah, grandma, aunt so-and-so and cousin are all dead now. I cannot tell you how many times unknowingly that I have photographed someone the last time before they passed away. So yeah, photography is very important, guys. And that's actually a big reason why I am a wedding photographer. I believe that family history and family documentation and family preservation Your legacy is so important. Anyhow, if you learned something today, share a screenshot, tag Complete Wedding Ed, or add a girl photo in that, or I would just be really grateful if you would just tell your engaged friends about the book and the podcast. You can also find me on CompleteWeddingEd.com or AddAGirlPhoto.com. I'm pretty much on every single social media platform there is. You can find me by searching for my handle, at a girl photo, or you can find me on Instagram only for my book by searching for a complete wedding ed. Again, that's all in the show notes. If there is ever a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, just shoot me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. Hey, listen up, guys. I am taking next week off. 
I am going to have my grandson here and hopefully both of my daughters, but probably just one of them. My youngest daughter um, is having a COVID scare right now, so I hope that all turns out um, for the best. But in the meantime, I wish that you all have a wonderful Christmas and a fantastic New Year. I hope that you all stay safe. I hope that you all stay healthy. I hope that you all stay happy. I hope that you are able to spend quality time with the people that you love the most. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have an amazing day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.